0: Welcome back to the Marine Corps Movie Minute, where we discuss the movie Heartbreak Ridge, one minute at a time. On this Friday, we're discussing Minute 30. The minute begins with Gunny Highway talking with Little Mary, and it ends with a civilian-clad Gunny Highway walking into a bar. We get the continuing conversation between Tom Highway and Little Mary at the, at the bar he walked into. I noticed the Jill Hollier song still pretty pretty much in the background. Yeah. So that's still going. Still don't know which song it is, though.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> From last minute, Little Mary said to Tom Highway, you know, Aggie always kept a smile on your face. And his re- his retort was, that was pain.
1: That was pain. Yeah, it sounded like he had a pretty rough breakup with uh with his, his former uh wife. Well, we assume wife, but yeah. It, it seems to be the case. Alimony is mentioned.
0: Yes, in fact, you no. Know, he said he goes well. If she wants more alimony, she's out of luck because he's so broke. If it, he couldn't get out of sight if it took a quarter to go around the world.
1: Yeah, and he was a Marine Gunnery Sergeant in the '80s. It's not like he was making buckets of money anyway.
0: So we talked about a few things earlier in the movie when he when he moved cross country from California to North Carolina. And now he only brought two bags. Yeah. We understand why, <laughs> right? So maybe that is why. Maybe he's broke. But yeah. I was wondering, like, obviously he owes her alimony. I assume, let's just say half of his pay for shits and giggles. But what kind of expenses does he have? He doesn't have a car.
1: Yeah, it's clearly he doesn't have a car. He's he's taking bus rides and borrowing keys from his boss. Yeah, to, to get to and from places. Luckily, he has a winning personality. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, making friends and influencing people. <laughs>
0: I I was wondering about what a gunnery sergeant in 1983 made. <laughs> so why no. is he so broke? You know, uh, he, he literally has no overhead other than, as far as we know, alimony. Right. So I, I did a little research, and, and uh, currently, as of 2020, an E-7, which is a gunnery sergeant, uh, has, has a base pay of three thousand twenty one dollars a month wow really yeah and if they've been in for over 26 years they get a a bump up to five thousand four hundred twenty nine now if we
1: if we do some math for marines All right, one crayon plus two crayons equals right. no crayons because we're hungry <laughs> exactly <laughs> somehow we
0: ended up with a remainder i don't know <laughs> back in minute 10 he, the, his COS, he mentioned he's had 24 years and then some, sir. Yeah. I'm guessing he doesn't have 26 years. So he will, we'll put him at the, but that's, this is current, current time. Right. Um, you know, and, and he, and he probably receives, um, extra for housing and food. Mm. And, and that's probably likely because as we find out this minute, he's going to get his old room back at this bar. Right. So he probably gets a little stipend, stipend, whatever you call it, for yeah. um living off base. Right. He probably also gets a little something for food.
1: Apparently he's kind of a penny pincher. He's not like he's buying a lot of clothes. Or no. No, he's uh he's a pretty frugal fella. Well, as we said, he's everything he owns fits in that duffel bag, as far yeah. as you know. <laughs> the sea either bag. either he's a giant mooch with a fucking uh congressional medal of honor <laughs> he's, yeah he's a heroic mooch he's the yeah. guy that's never had a pack of cigarettes in his life but he smokes three packs a day right <laughs> exactly <laughs> hey can there i bum one off you yeah <laughs> yeah so a current gunnery sergeant with
0: uh, you know special duties and all the extra stuff makes uh anywhere from fifty eight thousand two hundred and ten dollars to eighty seven eleven or 111 that's just the average but this is 1983 well, they didn't have any charts available for 1983, so earliest chart I could find around that time frame was uh, an effective date of uh, August 1st, 1982, and this was according to militarybenefits.info. <laughs> <laughs> but in 1983, the base pay per month for a gunnery sergeant over 22 years was $1,583. Wow. Wow. Yeah, and he uh, they had an allowance for quarters. It said without a dependent, it was two hundred thirteen dollars a month. And yeah, that was it. Didn't mention anything about food, you know, any extra for food. So yeah, let's say he, that's on average, he makes about seventeen hundred a month.
1: I just want to go out there and say that our servicemen just really don't make nearly enough money for what they do. That's such a brave stance. I know, right? <laughs> I should be a politician. <laughs> <laughs> Harry for president. <laughs> so stunning. So brave. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just man, it, it I know we didn't make shit when we were in. We didn't, we we weren't starving or anything. Our biggest concern was having enough beer on the weekends. Like we would go hungry during the week. You remember that time we had to scrounge around and have somebody come up with a like a case of old E 800 and a brandy bottle? Beggars can't be choosers. No. Well, it was a good weekend. <laughs>
0: Well, you know that, that's that's what you do. You drink that skunk piss, and then uh, you know the, the watered down cheap shit. You know, right?
1: Pre-payment weekend. That was like everybody's waiting to get paid. Oh, that sucked. Good times though.
0: Or you know, if you were smart with your money, it would
1: last. <laughs> <laughs> shit, fuck you! I was, I was a boot marine, man. I didn't give a shit. had <laughs> a car payment, an insurance payment. And uh, we had we had STDs, man. We had shits to do. <laughs>
0: yeah, you know, he got as soon as you get the base. What's the first thing you do? You go out to the dealership that says no
1: uh, E1 and up. Uh, you know? Yeah, yeah. Oh, um, <laughs> dude, I was one of those. Uh, you, you knew Mean Green. You mm-hmm. rode Mean Green a few times, yeah. Uh, Teal Green, Geo Storm. I was one of those assholes that went right outside, right outside base. Literally, that was the dealership right outside Pensacola. Bought that fucking car for like a 20% interest rate. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a giant asshole because I just had to have a car because I could. I can afford this because you can pay for something. doesn't mean you can afford it. It doesn't mean you should have to pay it either. Lots of people have three mortgages nowadays. Yeah, <laughs> You know, sell me a firehouse. <laughs> um, you know
0: that's funny because I did know a lot of people that were car poor. You know that you've heard of house poor. There was yeah. a lot of people in the barracks that were car poor. I knew a few guys that they had some nice ass vehicles, but no hmm. money to put a gas into it, so they stayed in the barracks all the time.
1: Yep. <laughs> yeah, I knew a few. Back to Tom Highway and <laughs> the minute.
0: Uh, I have no yeah. way to transition this shit.
1: <laughs> no. No, this right here, no, we go off-roading. This is some guy having a picnic out in the woods, and all of a sudden, a four-by-four four comes barreling over the top of the trees. <laughs> hey, I have no problem with off-roading. It's making that hard
0: fucking left turn to get back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and
1: this guy's... Oh, doo-doo-doo-doo-doo, he's, having, he's having his little peanut butter sandwich on a little blanket. And all of a sudden, here come you and I <laughs> and Bigfoot, <laughs> and we're breaking the top of the trees. <laughs> anyway, where were we? <laughs> meanwhile, back on the
0: farm. <laughs> <laughs> meanwhile, back at the Palace Inn. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: meanwhile. Meanwhile. <laughs> meanwhile. Little Mary's, you know, bugging Tom Highway to East her. He keeps telling her about Aggie. Hey, uh, she's back. Uh, you know, she's cocktailing over at the palace. And, uh, you know, she's back in town. Yeah. Plant hookup maker. Right. So I, he's like, oh, she, I figured she'd be married to a general by now.
1: <laughs> Remember that bitch you paid all that money to? I could tell you where you could find her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, really? Oh, that sounds like a romance man in heaven. <laughs> she's just in her drinking her beer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, fire
0: started <laughs> right? yeah she's got she's got a <laughs> eating grin on her face when he walks away
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. i i find it funny because she must know that tom it maybe still has a thing for aggie or whatever probably yeah it sounds like they didn't have a very i mean we'll find this out as minutes go on that i'm you know it, they maybe didn't have the cleanness of break as we kind of talked about before yeah you know and he's of course he's saying i don't want to give her alimony Little Mary says something about what well, she's back in town. And Tom Highway was like, ah, I figured as much or whatever. Yeah. Maybe he knew because remember we talked about him reading the magazines. Maybe he suspected. Yeah. But at the same time, it sounds like she moved away at some and that she wasn't living in this area for whatever reason. She's back. Yeah you know, near 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 base or whatever. And of course she's just cocktailing. So he you know, she's trying she's like, She's in town, go go see her basically. Right. Clint Eastwood deflects the whole time. He he, he goes to drink his beer about a hundred times and never even does. No. Totally deflects, picks his bags up and kind of just starts walking away, but he's heading towards the back of the bar. Yeah. So I like the little exchange between the two of them. You going to see her? Hell no. Can, <laughs> I run, can I run a tab on this? Hell no. Hell no. no. <laughs> and then she, he goes, and I never caught this before. Again, this is the beauty of the headset. I love this. Yeah tough woman
1: yeah tough yeah.
0: woman <laughs> tough woman tough woman like he says it twice <laughs> yeah as he's, as he's walking away just and she's got that's when she's got that shit eating grin on her face cuz she's fucking with him and she knows yeah it. yeah and there you go maybe he she knows he's got money trouble cuz she won't let him run a tab <laughs> exactly
1: <laughs> yeah the reality is though it, uh he probably has never paid for a beer in his life <laughs> You know,
0: we cut to Gunny Highway then going into the Palace Inn. Uh we hear some rock music, a waitress walking by, and then you know, that's really just it. Yeah. And it just kinda ends. It's, it's very brief. He walk, he's you know, he's wearing civilian clothes. He's got a nice collar shirt on, he's walking in and
1: He looked more comfortable in his camis and his uniform than he does in civilian clothes. And
0: and this place looks like a dive bar.
1: You know what though? It reminds me of a lot of the bars that we went to. Kind of like Ruby's. <laughs> Poops up there singing. Right. Chereo. Some shitty country song. <laughs> yeah. I mean it's I mean it's I prefer these type of
0: places myself. It's better, you mm-hmm. know, to me. I'd rather go here than a club,
1: you know. Mm-hmm. You know, of all the bars we've seen in this movie so far, the one that I think I probably enjoy the most was the one that he and uh, little Mary are hanging out in that marine bar. It's yeah. quiet. There's just a couple people hanging out
0: yeah I'd, I'd much rather go like especially if you're like going to catch up with somebody or just uh-huh. kind of hang out that's the better place
1: If you want right. to go out
0: like the palace Inn looks like it'd be a kind of a fun place if you're just going out and hear some music you yeah. know whatever something like that n- not too bad but uh um, it's
1: kind of funny though that, that there's that whole big clear walkway have you ever been to a bar where there's a nice clear walkway not on a friday night <laughs> <laughs> that's a giant negative sir even some of the,
0: the scummier ones I've been to fill up pretty quick, you know. Yeah,
1: <laughs> we've been to some gummy ones.
0: <laughs> well, you know, I, I had some some notes about the Palace Inn for next minute, but you know what? I might just go ahead and discuss it right now.
1: Yeah, go ahead, man. Let's uh, let's introduce the Palace Inn as a character. Let me guess, is it in Southern California? It's funny you say that. <laughs> <laughs> How many bars have you been to that weren't in a strip mall in North Carolina?
0: (laughs) I've been to plenty, but I've been living in North Carolina a long time. (laughs) Now, now, (laughs) ones outside a base or in the smaller towns?
1: That's another story, you know? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You go to a bar and tell your friends, hey, guys, I'll be next door. The next door is just another bar, just as dirty and just as scummy.
0: I found an LA Times article from 1986. Really? Yeah, it was talking about uh, Clint Eastwood's production staff looking for a rough-and-tumble tavern where a superstar actor, director, and small-town mayor could shoot a bar scene for his latest film. And they went straight to the Swallows Inn in San Juan Capistrano. Capistrano.
1: Yeah, San Juan Capistrano, yep, okay. It's like horse country out there, from what I understand. There's a lot of horse ranches out that way. They said at the time it was a freewheeling saloon
0: with a local landmark for about 40 years. It's uh, sports and a lively crowd with local cowboys, Marines from Camp Pendleton, and a sprinkling of bikers and tourists. Hmm. <laughs> and they said it has a rowdy reputation.
1: That would seem to
0: fit. You know, the article basically just goes on to talk about how they scouted the place and they were like, this is perfect. Um, and they said, you know, it's, most of the film was being shot in Camp Pendleton on the coast of San Clemente. It was on the recommendation of some of the Marines they used as extras in the film that the Swallows Inn was selected as a location. So they, and then they, you know, the, some of the co-producer went there and was like, yeah, this place is great.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if it was a couple of those Marines that we saw on one of the previous scenes. I'm guessing there's, uh, spoiler alert, there will be some other Marines coming up soon.
0: Yeah. So uh, in that bar. Uh, so uh, I'm guessing, Yeah. Uh,
1: <laughs> it's very likely.
0: I mean, I'm just going to paraphrase. I'm not going to read the whole article. It's pretty long. But basically, they were saying that there was a rumor that Clint Eastwood was going to film there. So, like, a whole bunch of people showed up. <laughs> oh. <laughs> because they they wanted regulars, and, and they, they didn't want to put a bunch of whatever in the bar. They wanted, like... Normal people. Me. Yeah, they, wanted, they liked the authentic look of the bar. So, they were like, hey. So, they actually got together with, like, the bar owner... And you know, like the bouncer and all that, and we're like, all right, who- narrow it down to like forty people, and they ended up picking a you know a bunch of the regulars, basically.
1: <laughs> oh, right on. You know, that's that's kind of cool though too, because hey, you think you're a regular, right? You got the opportunity. You go to this bar all the time, and hey, guess what? Your favorite place in the world that you go to to hang out and spend some of your your spare money and your free time, and hey, oh by the way, tonight. Clint was going to be filming a movie there and you don't want to get kicked out because some shit dick that just showed up from out of town because they had just heard something somewhere shows up, decides he wants to be in a movie. Like, no, no man, you're sitting there. I'm norm. That's my seat. Get out of my seat. Exactly. I kind of, I kind of appreciate that. That's, that's kind of cool. They don't really make movies like that anymore. Now they kind of film everything. It's like, no, you're not hot enough to be in this film. So, uh, Sorry, you know, come back tomorrow night when we're not filming. Exactly. I say that because I was never hot enough to be in a movie. Right? Nobody. But but you're just like Norm. So. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
0: I found a I found a place on TripAdvisor, and a lot of people were like, "Hey, it's great! It was uh, a nice, cool little place. Uh, They used it in Heartbreak Ridge. Two (laughs) dollar (laughs) beers. Cheap beer." It's cheap beer, cause it's it's cheap beer. <laughs> yeah, best dive bar around. Great bands and karaoke. Bring cash. They don't take credit cards. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> it's a country
0: bar, a biker bar, local hangout, everything in between. Uh, and I actually did find a, a picture that I'll post if I recall, remember to in the Facebook page, the Quarterdeck. Yeah, uh, it was. It's a picture of you know Clint Eastwood walking into the bar. So from when they were filming as the Palace Inn, and then a picture. It's a picture of the bar the swallows in, you know, what it looks like today. You know, basically what it looks like today. So
1: pretty neat. That's cool. Yeah. I like what posts those little pictures. That's pretty cool. You
0: know, and we're only in the, in the bar for about 10 seconds or so, 10 or 15 seconds. and, And of those 10 or 15 seconds, it's just somebody walking around, you know, not somebody, it's, you know, Tom Highway walking around, kind of looking around, taking the sights in.
1: Yeah, is that is that his wife or is that uh, Aggie when when he first walks in? Yeah, well I figure
0: we'll talk about her as they as we actually really get to see her, but but yes he walks in he pauses he looks around and he takes a step forward into the bar and then you see a you know a waitress in pinkish dark pink whatever yeah uh, reddish top walk by and that and that's Aggie. Okay. But we don't know that because they really do a good job of showing there was another waitress walking away when he first walked in. And then she's just another waitress walking into frame, but up to the bar. But it was no different than the other lady. So if right. you didn't know, if you didn't know she was an actress, it could have just easily been
1: yeah background waitress number two, you know. Yeah, exactly. And you don't know who's who because we know the movie and we... <laughs> oh no this one this, this was legit i wasn't really sure if that was her or not it looked like her but yep. well, yeah you see just waitresses walking around and and uh you know kind of popping in and out of the, of the uh, frame so i just wasn't sure if that was the same one if that was the actress or not playing the character or if that was just somebody else because it's been a while since i've seen the movie and complete Or right, am i boring you Oh, you know it. <laughs> <laughs> what are you my wife? <laughs> yeah, I gave you
0: shit for it one night. Now I'm doing yeah, it. Yeah, okay. no, <laughs> no I get you, brother.
1: You're ahead of, you're
0: an hour ahead of me, so I, I believe me, I understand. Oh, and then we're losing an hour tonight too. Yeah, this is this is hell week. <laughs> right. And then uh, and then it's a full moon, and then Friday the thirteenth. So. Yuck. <laughs> People can figure out when we're recording this.
1: <laughs> yeah, good luck. Yeah. yeah. You, you, need a, you need a
0: decoder ring. And, and yeah, and I don't want to, Um, you know, I, this is going to be a timeless podcast. I don't want to date it. But yeah. Holy
1: shit, we're all going to die from coronavirus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I might have a scotch virus thing going on. I might be hung up tomorrow. I was just going to say, uh, alcohol apparently kills
0: it. So I think we're good.
1: I think we're immune. I think good. you
0: are fucking. <laughs> like we're gonna take your blood and like make a, a fucking <laughs> serum. Yeah. Serum, right? <laughs> make the <it> an antidote. <laughs> All right. Well, let's do some plugs. 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 Absolutely plugs. Let's. Yeah, who are we plugging? Let's plug ourselves. Um. All right.
1: <laughs> let's plug the Marine Corps movie minute quarter deck. Yes, everybody. Please come check out the Marine Corps movie minute quarter deck on facebook if you got any feedback for the show thoughts uh stories you want to share hell we'd love to you know what we'd actually like to be able to, to be able to hear and tell some stories if any of you uh served the marines or um knew some marines or you just have any cut cool stories we'd be glad to hear about them and um you know they may get mentioned on the on the uh uh on the, on the podcast yeah. yeah you know and uh Thanks again, Big Jim, for pointing out uh our our failings. It's
0: uh <laughs> actually, you know what? Um there's a couple couple mentions I want to do since it's Friday. Yeah. I'm glad you brought up Big Jim again. Um first off, Big Jim posted in our Marine Corps movie Minute Quarter Deck, Big Jim, friend of the show. Yep. He said, I've been meaning to reach out to you regarding Gunny's scar on his neck, because we brought this up in previous minutes about
1: yeah. noticeable. Um, as- his Left side of his neck, yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, I read an interview with Clint talking about Gunny's voice. He modeled the voice after his uncle and had a voice box injury. He then added the scar for the movie to explain his voice,
1: hmm, and then he just added, Right, right. <laughs>
0: right, 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 right. So that was cool. I'm glad he reached out to us with that. So, uh, not that I didn't believe him, but I, I did a little um googling to, to kind of confirm it, and sure enough, I found. Uh, a reference, and it was, um, somebody somebody else referenced it, but they actually cited the source that they had. Mm. From a, from an interview published in a German film magazine, Steadicam, number 10, fall 1988, reprinted in Clint Eastwood interviews, page 150. 150. So if anybody wants to look into any of this, you know, dig in, feel free. It it says, in Heartbreak Ridge, Eastwood definitely worked on making his character sound as if one of his war wounds might have affected his voice. He has a scar on his neck, and as you probably noticed, he told an interviewer, and this is now where the quote goes in from the sources I just sourced. The voice in Heartbreak Ridge was my uncle's. He had damaged his vocal cords and always had to talk rather slowly and deeply. So he always had an embittered expression. As a kid, I imitated him when I played gangsters. He was a nice guy. <laughs> he was a nice guy, and he didn't like that at all. But I recall it well, so that wasn't hard at all. I spoke with this voice for days, and I didn't notice it at all. So, yeah, Big Jim was, once again, Big Jim was right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Big Jim. Big Jim to the rescue. Yeah, so I think uh, to uh, yeah, he, he's our unofficial third man, just, <laughs> just from yeah. correcting the record for us. <laughs>
1: I mean, I'd heard stories that uh, Clint Eastwood liked to... to he was mimicking um, Marilyn Monroe with some of his voice for some of his movies because of uh, he wanted a masculine version of Marilyn Monroe. However, this, this tonal quality is not quite the same, but I, don't, I didn't really know if this was a military thing, a Marine thing, or just a Clint thing.
0: Yeah, so that I was that kind oh, of makes
1: but, sense too. No, that does kind of make sense though.
0: Yeah, I always chalked it up to a, just a Clint Eastwood thing, but you know, if 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 you thought about it, it, you know, a lot of drill instructors get that real raspy voice from all the yelling they do, and they damage yeah. their vocal cords. Right. So a lot of them talk with a real deep voice, you
1: know, yeah. and and but their voice but, gets destroyed by the time they're like twenty five. Right. <laughs>
0: But they, but he wasn't a drill instructor as far as we know, so it, it didn't make sense. And, of course, like you said, he saw the scar. So that was just neat. And, of course, it's even neater to know it's just based on something he did as a kid, and it's basically his uncle sounded like that. And he just, it, you know, maybe the uncle didn't like him doing it, but it sounds like he was honoring. So it was right. kind of neat.
1: Yeah, that's kind of cool. You know what? I'm kind of curious Now how you bring it up. Um, we listed off some of his ribbons. Yeah. I'm trying to remember... Were Marines at that in that time period were they obligated to do a B billet? So was it drill instructor, marine uh, security guard, or was it uh, embassy duty? Like, did he have any of those ribbons on his on his uh, alphas?
0: No, I don't think so.
1: He had. I wonder no, if he no. dodged that bullet by getting a CMH. <laughs> no, you don't have to do a B billet. <laughs> We'll just, we'll just keep you from getting kicked out of the Marine Corps for punching an officer.
0: <laughs> yeah, true. I mean, obviously, he served in a lot of combat roles. And, of course, I'm sure, I'm going to guess. This is a total speculation. Yeah. Somebody knows better. Join us in the Marine Corps movie. We made a quarterback <laughs> and tell us. <laughs> Big but, Jim, jump I'm, in. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to speculate that, you know, this dude was in Korea, Vietnam. Yeah. You know, and, and all that stuff. You got a war going on. They're not going to force somebody out to go, you know, to go do recruiter duty or, or DI duty. Yeah. You know, if 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 they're in a combat unit and they especially keep volunteering to go to these combat, I, something tells me they're not going to, they're going to find the exception to the rule, even if it was a rule.
1: Right. Especially, exceptionally decorated. Yeah. And I'm going to, I'm
0: going to, I'm basically going to say it probably wasn't a rule then. But I, I, this is totally just a guess. So.
1: Yeah, I mean, it, it's completely possible, man, because this was ten years before you and I enlisted.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so, time, I mean, that's the one thing. I mean, times are. They, I mean, they constantly are changing, and it's changed yeah. so much since we've been in. Yep. I mean, I, I, honestly, if if there was some junior, junior, <laughs> if some current day Marines, listening <laughs> to this, they might think we're complete morons. You know, uh, they're junior Marines. Fuck them, they're junior. (laughs) It's a fucking gunnery sergeant. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, 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 yes.
0: So one other shout out I wanted to give, because, you know, since we've mentioned our Marine Corps Movie Minute quarter deck a few times, Facebook page, you know, quarter deck. Yep. uh, I wanted to thank our uh, good friend Sarah Bro. Yeah. Yeah. She single-handedly increased our numbers to that group which I'm hoping is turning into listeners as well. <laughs>
1: yeah. But she
0: she single-handedly like quadrupled our numbers overnight easily. She, you know, she went out, she went out and made sure that all the marines that she was friends with were aware of the podcast and then because of that one of one of those people then literally turned right around and did the same thing. And so now we have quite the the number of people at the very least following us on the quarter deck and interacting with some of them, you know, we share memes and we talk about some stuff that we've referenced in the, in the minute, you know, as far as, you know, just, just recently we had a, a reference to Macho Man. So of course we were posting <laughs> some ma- Macho Man promos about what we talked about, just stuff like that.
1: That's awesome. And you know what, uh, you know, we kind of really appreciate that. Oh yeah. That's, it's cool especially active service or active duty Marines now currently, that means a lot to us too, because that's, that's the new generation. Those are the ones that, well, well, I hate to say it this way, but the older Marines were the ones that we looked up to when we were coming up. Now they're in, they're going to give us a peek into what the Marine Corps has become since we've been, since we've been gone. Yeah. You know, and, and, and and they're, they're being involved and being interested and, and, and embracing it because you know it's really easy to like want to hate the suck while you're in, but then you <laughs> embrace the suck when you're out. Um, it's, that's that's kind of cool, man. That's 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 pretty rad. I'd like to see. I'd like to see. Sorry, I just had a computer reboot in the background. <laughs> um, <laughs> you Unprofessional bastard. I you listen. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? Um but yeah that's that's that is incredible and uh thank you, thank you a lot and I know sarah i I didn't know her as well as you did, but I did know her, and she was cool she was cool back in the day, and she's incredibly cool now because that's 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 cool that she uh she's sharing what we're trying to do with uh, with marines these days yeah, she was always my movie buddy
0: i mean we 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 hung out quite a bit, and it's you know I just can't thank her enough. Mhm and so you know we wanted to publicly do that, and then also it's just fitting that this is still movie related, and she's still helping us out, you yeah. know <laughs> <laughs> so so thanks again, we appreciate that,
1: yeah, absolutely. another friend of the show, <laughs> another one now, all she has to do to get uh is, is she all she has to do to get big gym status is correct us on something yeah just us tell, tell us we are wrong. wrong tell us we're wrong, exactly yeah. <laughs> <what I> <laughs>
0: No, that's easy. We get yeah. a lot of a lot of chances for people to up. Oh man, step I up. can't go
1: 10 minutes in my real life with somebody telling me I'm wrong. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Are you going to um join me on Monday for the next minute? Oh hell yes. Can I run a tab? Hell no. marine corps movie minute got it yeah
0: yeah i think it's by you